Hello, and welcome to the Fear into Faith Global Bible Revival. We're reading the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just 52 weeks. If you're new joining us today, welcome and enjoy the reading. Be sure to head over to BibleRevival.tv to sign up for our free newsletters where we share the reading assignments for that week. Join us as we get 100,000 people together to read the Bible cover to cover. So why don't you join me right now as we get into today's reading. Matthew chapter 4. <clears throat> then Yeshua was led into the wilderness, Yeshua being the Hebrew name for Jesus, by the Spirit to be tested by the devil. And after he fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was then hungry. And when the one who was testing him came, he said to him, If you are the Son of God, you must now say that these stones would become bread. But when he answered, Yeshua said, It has been written, Man will not live on bread alone, but upon every word going out through the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the son of God, you must throw yourself down at once, for it has been written that he will give orders to his angels concerning you, and they will take you up in the palms of their hands so that you would not strike your foot against a stone. Yeshua said to him, Again, it has been written, You will not test the Lord your God. Again, the devil took him to a, an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory and said to him, I shall give all these things to you. If after you fall on your knees, you would pay homage to me. Then Yeshua said to him, you must immediately go back where you came from, Satan, for it has been written, you will worship the Lord your God and you will serve only him. Then the devil left him and behold, angels came and were ministering to him. And when he heard that John was arrested, he returned to Galilee. And after he left Nazareth, he went and stayed in Capernaum by the lake in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali, in order that what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah would be fulfilled, saying, Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, way of the lake beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the heathens. The people who dwell in darkness saw a great light. And to those who dwell in the land and darkness of death, a light rose for them. From then on, Yeshua began to preach and to say, You must continuously repent, for the kingdom of the heavens has come near. And while he was walking by the lake of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, the one called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, you must come after me, and I shall make you fishers of men. And immediately, having left their nets, they followed him. Then, having gone from there, they saw two other brothers, Jacob, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, mending their nets in the boat with Zebedee, their father. And he called them, and they followed him immediately, leaving the boat and their father. 
Then he was going about in all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and every sickness among the people. And his reputation spread through all Syria, and they brought to him all those having various evils, various diseases, and being tormented and being possessed by demons and being moonstruck and paralytics, and he healed them. And huge crowds followed him from Galilee and Decapolis and Jerusalem and Judea and the other side of the Jordan. Matthew chapter 5. And when he saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain. And after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then, opening his mouth, he taught them, saying, Blessed are the repentant because theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, because they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, because they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, because they will be filled and satisfied. Blessed are those who forgive, because they will be forgiven. Blessed are the pure in heart, because they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, because theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they would revile you and they would persecute you, and they would say all manner of evil against you falsely because of me. You must continually rejoice and be extremely joyful, because your reward is great in the heavens. For in this way, they persecuted the prophets, the ones who were before you. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt would become tasteless, in what way will it become salty again? It is no longer good, except to be thrown out and trampled by men. You are the light of the world. A city laid out on a mountain is not able to be hidden. And they do not light a lamp and place it under a peck measure, but upon the lampstand. And it gives light for all those in the house. Your light must now shine like this before all my before all mankind, so that they would see your good deeds and they would glorify your Father, the one in the heavens. Do not think that I came to do away with the Torah or the prophets. I did not come to do away with it, but to bring spiritual abundance. For the Torah is to be obeyed as it should be, and God's promises to receive fulfillment. For truly I say to you, until the sky and the earth would pass away, not one yod or one vav could ever pass away from the Torah until everything would come to pass. Therefore, whoever would break one of the least of these commandments and would teach people that way, will be called least in the kingdom of the heavens. But whoever would do the commandments and would teach them, 
will be called great in the kingdom of the heavens. For I say to you that unless your righteousness would be present in abundance more than that of the scribes and Pharisees, you could not enter the kingdom of the heavens. You heard that it was said to the ancients, do not murder. And whoever would murder, that one would be guilty of the judgment. And I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be guilty in the judgment. And whoever would say to his brother, empty headed, that one is guilty to the Sanhedrin. Whoever would say stupid is guilty in the Gehenna of fire. If therefore you would present your gift at the altar, and there you would remember that your brother has something against you, you must right away leave your gift there in front of the altar and go. You must first become reconciled with your brother. And then after you come back, present your gift. You must quickly be of a peaceable spirit with your opponent at law, even while you're with him on the way, lest the opponent would hand you over to the judge and the judge to the jailer and you would be cast into prison. Truly, I say to you, you would not come out from there until you would have given your last penny. You heard that it was said, you will not commit adultery. But I am saying to you that everyone who looks at a woman with desire for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. And if your right eye causes you to sin, you must tear it out at once and cast it from you. For it's more profitable for you that one of your members would be lost and then that your whole body would be cast into Gehenna. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. For it's more profitable for you that one of your members would be lost rather than the whole body would go over to Gehenna. And it was said, whoever would divorce his wife must immediately give her a certificate of divorce. But I'm saying to you that everyone who divorces his wife, except for the grounds of immorality, makes her to be an adulteress. And whoever would marry a divorced woman is committing adultery. Once again, yeah, you heard that it was said to the ancients, you will not swear falsely and you will keep your oaths to the Lord. But I say to you not to swear at all, neither by heaven because it's the throne of God, nor by earth because it is his footstool, nor by Jerusalem because it is a city of the great king. Nor by your head may you swear, because you're not able to make one hair white or black. But your word must consistently be definitely yes or definitely no. And what goes beyond these is from the evil one. You heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you to not stand against the evil person. But who strikes you on the right cheek, you must also turn to him the other. And to the one who wishes to sue you and to take your tunic, you must also let him have your cloak. And who will force you one mile? You must now go two with him. And to the one who asks you, you must give 
and do not resist the one wanting to borrow from you. You heard that it was said, you will love your neighbor and you will hate your enemy. But I am saying to you, you must love your enemies and you must pray for those who persecute you so that you would become children of your father, the one in the heavens, because he makes his son rise on the evil and the good and reigns on the righteous and the unrighteous. For if you would love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do this? And if you would respect only your brothers, what are you doing that is remarkable? Do not even the heathens do this? Therefore, you must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Matthew chapter 6. And you must regularly pay close attention not to do your righteousness in front of other people in order to be seen by them. Otherwise, you do not have a reward from your father, the one who's in the heavens. Therefore, when you would do your charitable giving, do not trumpet before yourself as the hypocrites are doing in the synagogues and in the alleys. For in this way, they have received praise by people. And truly, I say to you, they are receiving their reward. But when you make your charitable gift, your left hand must not know what your right hand is doing, so that your charitable giving would be in secret. Then your father, the one who sees in secret, will give back to you. And when you would pray, you must not pray like the hypocrites because they love to pray in the synagogues and standing on the street corners so that they would be revealed to people. Truly, I say to you, they are receiving their reward. But when you would pray, you must go into your secret room and after you lock your door, pray to your father, to the one who is in secret. Then your father, the one who sees in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, you should not babble as the heathens, for they think that they will be heard because of their many words. Therefore, you should not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. Therefore, you must pray in this way. Our father, who is in the heavens, your name must at once be made holy. Your kingdom must now come. Your will must be done right now in the heaven as, uh, as in heaven also on earth. You must now give us today the things necessary for our existence. You must right now forgive our sins in the same manner as we have completed forgiving everyone of everything big and little against us. And do not lead us into temptation. But you must now rescue us from the evil one. For if you would forgive all other people their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you would not forgive all other people, neither will your Father forgive your sins. And when you would fast, do not become sad and gloomy like the hypocrites, for they render their faces so that fasting would be revealed to people. Truly, I say to you, they are receiving their reward. 
But when you fast, you must anoint your head and wash your face so that you would not reveal fasting to men, but to your father in secret. Then your father, the one who sees in secret, will reward you. Do not gather treasures on earth for yourselves where moth and rust are destroying and where thieves break in and steal, but build up treasures for yourselves in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and do not steal. For where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. The eye is the lamp of the body. Therefore, if your eye would be healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye would be evil, your whole body will be darkness. Therefore, if the light which is in you is dark, how great must the darkness be? No one is able to serve two masters, for he will hate the one and love the other. Or he will be devoted to the one and he will despise the other. You are not able to serve God and mammon or wealth. Because of this, I say to you, stop being anxious for your life. What you would eat or what you would drink or what you would put on your body. No, indeed. Is life not more than food and the body more than clothing? You must consider the birds of the sky that do not sow and do not harvest and do not gather into storehouses, and your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth more than they? And who of you, if you're anxious, is able to add one measure upon his age? And concerning clothing, why are you anxious? You must observe the lilies of the field, how they grow. They do not labor and they do not spin. But I say to you that Solomon in all his glory, Solomon in all his glory did not dress himself as one of these. And if God clothes the grass of the field this way, which is here today and tomorrow is cast into the furnace, Will he not much more clothe you, little faiths? Therefore, you should not be anxious, saying, What could we eat, or what could we drink, or what should we wear? For the heathens are striving for all these things. For indeed, your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But you must continually seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness then all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, do not be anxious for tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious of itself. Each day's trouble is enough for that day. Matthew chapter 7. Do not judge so that you would not be judged. For in which judgment you judge, you will be judged. And in the measure by which you measure, it will be measured to you. Why then are you looking at the speck in your brother's eye, but you do not perceive the beam in your own eye? Or how will you say to your brother, you must let me cast the speck from your eye. And there is a beam in your own eye. 
hypocrite. First, you must cast the beam from your eye, and then you will see clearly to cast out the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give the sacred things to the dogs, and do not cast your pearls before swine, lest they will trample them with their feet. Then when they turn, they will tear you to pieces. You must regularly ask, and it will be given to you. You must continually seek, and you will find. You must knock habitually, and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks, takes by the hand, and the one who seeks, finds, and it will be opened for the one who knocks. Or what man is there of you who, when his son will ask for bread, will give him a stone? Or then will ask for a fish, will give him a snake? Therefore, if you, being evil yourselves, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your Father, the one in the heavens, will give good things to those who ask him? Therefore, everything that you would want that people would do to you, in this way you must also do to them. For this is the Torah and the prophets. You must immediately enter through the narrow gate, because wide is the gate and broad is the way leading into destruction, and many are those who enter through it. How narrow the gate is, and the way that leads to life is constricted, and few are those who find it. You must consistently beware of the false prophets who are coming to you in sheep's clothing, but within they are ravenous wolves. You will recognize people by their fruit. Does anyone gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? In this way, every good tree produces good fruit, but the rotten tree produces evil fruit. The good tree is not able to produce evil fruit, nor a rotten tree to produce good fruit. Every tree not producing good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Consequently, you will indeed know them on account of their fruit. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of the heavens. But the one who does the will of my father, the one in the heavens. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? And we cast out demons in your name? And we did many miracles in your name. And then I will declare to them that I never knew you. You working without Torah must continually depart from me. For everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will become like a wise man who built his house upon the rock. And the rain came down and the rivers came up and the winds blew and they beat upon that house. But it did not fall for it has been founded upon the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house upon sand. And the rain came down and the rivers came up and the winds blew and they beat upon that house and it fell and its fall was great. 
And it happened when Yeshua finished these words, the crowds were amazed by his teaching, for he was teaching them as one having authority and not like the scribes. Well, that concludes our reading for today. We hope today's message spoke to you. Today's reading was made possible by the Fear and Faith Store and support of listeners like you. Remember to head over to BibleRevival.tv to purchase merch, access more resources, check out other interviews, as well as all the previous recordings. 